I'm your host Ms. Khan and we are back with another exceptional guest on our show and that is Romel. This episode is fully packed with the interesting conversation around product management, how you can get into product management, what is the step-by-step process, what is a prerequisite, what are the skills, what is a path you need to follow and a lot of other interesting stuff packed in this conversation. I hope you all will enjoy this podcast as much as I did while recording it. First, you introduce yourself to our audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think big hello, big thank you, first of all, to you, Muskan, to, to have me here and have me on board. Uh, lovely podcast. I think I, I think in the last week or so, I was kind of binging on the content that you already have out there for all of us. Uh, so great stuff. I, I think there's a lot of things that I'll also probably learn from you, but we'll have a conversation on that separately as I was speaking, right? So uh, a little bit of introduction about myself. Uh, so um, I typically start uh, with the pronunciation of my name because not a lot of people get it right. Uh, so it's pronounced as Romel, uh, Romel Joseph. And uh, I come with, um, so I've been with uh, product management for about 10 years in some shape or form. And um, I've played the role of an engineer very early in my stage, uh, worked with uh, Microsoft on their partner network, was kind of doing a part-time role when I was in the third year of engineering. And in my fourth year of engineering, I picked up another part-time role with uh, the Center for Railway Information Systems, so which is the government wing for uh, the IT wing, I would say, for the railways. Uh, and I was primarily sort of shuffling between a an SQL developer kind of role, a junior engineer, as, as I think they're called these days. And uh, around that time, you know, in my conversations, see, uh, this is, I'm talking about 2012. So we never really had defined roles of product owners, product managers per se at that time. But at that time, I was actively in conversation with, let's say, people from Microsoft who were helping us with what are the requirements that we need to build out in, in a particular month or, or maybe in the next two weeks. And uh, I got very interested in what is it that they were doing. So I actually looked, I asked my, my team members, I said, who are they? They keep, they come in probably once a week, twice a week, and then they help us understand that, okay, this is what we need to build. And we eventually, you know, as developers, we go on to build it. But I, I think I want to try that. What, what kind of role is that? So I think that is the first time when I, at least in my understanding, I was made aware of something called as product management. At least in the Indian development to IDCs, right? It was a very fresh concept. Uh, but we had it in a lot of the Silicon Valley companies, already established Silicon Valley companies at that time, right? So I did some bit of reading on that and I realized that, okay, um, this is where I probably want to be. But of course, you can't really directly switch. Of course, today there are a lot of avenues where uh, if uh, uh, someone from the development side or an engineering side wants to switch, they can. Uh, there are ways they can do like a side project. They think they can get into some training or mentorship program. Uh, sit with someone from product management and eventually crack a role. But at that time, uh, that transition was not really looked up to. Right? It was kind of frowned upon. Hey man, you're an engineer. Why are you moving to product? So I, I said, okay, let me just, just try to figure out uh, this. You know, in my ways along the road. And I understood that at any at the heart of any management role, you know, there's an analysis role. So business analyst or a customer service analyst, uh, you know, typically is where we start off. And American Express was a company that for some reason I really wanted to sort of be a part of because 
uh, the kind of things that they do in, on the finance, uh, the financial services side, really interested me. And at the end of the day, if everything in the world revolves around money, technically, if you think about it, uh, it's always good to be a part and at the heart of, uh, you know, where that money ecosystem is being made. So, so I knew Amex. Okay, let me figure out this thing through Amex. Now, what do I need to sort of get in to do that? And one of the things that I understood about product management very early was at the at this heart of product management is basically the customer, right? The customer pain points and basically customer empathy. Now I'm using a lot of jargons, but I'll eventually sort of break it down also as we move through the conversation. But uh, there was an opportunity with American Express where it was kind of customer service focused, more on the you used to call it email servicing. I think it's still called email servicing where. Um, you know, the, there were corporates, so there were corporate accounts that Amex had, and uh, there was a dedicated person from the particular corporate, let's say PwC, let's say, uh, what have you, Gartner, Amazon, these guys had corporate accounts with Amex, where they used to have these number of uh, corporate cards given out to their employees, and there was one person managing it uh, from there, and then uh, I got into a role where I was kind of supporting them in their everyday day-to-day -day requirements, you know, uh, they need new cards issued. They have some issue already existing with their current financial products. That role about year, a year or so into it helped me understand to some extent, some great extent, uh, customer pain points, right? Uh, uh, what is it that customers, at least in a typical financial services setup, what are the things that they go through as pain points? What are the things that they like? What are the things that they dislike? So I had that as a foundation and I said, okay, now I understand the customer base that let's say American Express has. And I wanted to move into slightly more product-oriented role. And I tapped into an opportunity where for the Amex mobile and the online portfolio, they wanted someone working in the capacity of a business analyst or a product owner, as they as they are called at that time. And I said, okay, let, let me just sort of throw my hat in over here. I'll be a little bit more closer to product management. And I think that transition eventually, whatever I was carrying with me as experience in the customer side, helped me understand when I started uh, being associated with teams that are creating these digital products, I can understand, okay, if you build something like this, I think it will cater to this kind of customer pain point and so on and so forth. So I think this entire journey where I, I won't say that I have been associated to the core of product management by this time, but I was doing more or less what product management at its heart does, which is understand their pains and build something for them, right? That's, that's the condensation of product management, uh, at least my, my rendition of it. And I think through the years, so Amex happened and I got a role with Hitachi. Uh, uh, and then very recently I moved to Gartner as a senior product manager. So I think roles and designations kind of, I mean, I do not personally tag uh, your proficiency of what you exactly do in a particular domain to the role, more or less a business analyst, a product owner, a product manager, senior product manager, even a director of a product. All of us are more or less doing the same thing in different capacities. Some have more leadership-oriented things on their plate to do. Some have more transactions. Some have more strategic. So I think that has been my journey. And um, I think at the heart of all of it has been my keen um, sense or drive to understand that, okay, if I'm looking at something, and if there's a consumer or a customer who uses that something, then how can we make it better? So I think that will be the one line that I will leave myself with for the rest of my life in product management. How can we make this better? That's amazing. That's amazing journey. And um, uh, the main part is your keen interest in the product product management. So which led you here? So if if you have to explain to a five year old what does 
a project manager do uh, or what is product manager how will you explain um so whenever i'm asked this question i always have one question that i do ask the person asking the question who are these five year olds who end up being so inquisitive about understanding concepts in very basic language right because you come across this question so often right even in interviews you are asked this question explain this concept to a five year old and i'm like i really want this five year old in my, my my family man seems to be that they are a very inquisitive chap but uh, i i think uh, product management to a five year old would be um if i were to sort of make make it that basic is um if there is let's say a, for a for a five year old i'll take a product that they use right uh let's say they use a toy right and um i'm just trying to place my head in in what five year olds typically do but i'm assuming that they are very fond of toys right so i'll take that scenario so now i'll take one of their toys and i'll i'll, I'll ask them that okay what is it that you like about this toy uh and what is it that you don't like about this toy right now they will end up saying that okay i like this it's very colorful banana as the things that they like and as the things that they do not like is they will say xyz things like let's say it's a stationary model of a gi joe i'm just taking an example now they might say hey i don't like this because it doesn't really move on its own right so my explanation to product management is i'm trying to understand from the customer on something that they use today as a product and trying to understand that okay how much of their actual need is being met by this product and what is our scope of improvement right so that's one aspect of product management which i will explain to let's say this in this case the five year old another aspect of product management is if i ask them out of the blue if i were to make a toy for you what would you want it to be like that will give me an aspect of understanding where if there is nothing and we have to build something out of nothing the customer can give you insights on okay this is what i am lacking so i have this set of toys that i using but i am missing this and i wanted to have a b and c functionalities it should have lights it should you should walk on its own you know things like that it should talk maybe i don't know their toys to be exactly so i think that would be the other aspect of product management that i could explain now i'll also use the example of a 5 year old to explain a very core concept of product management which is also a product manager's ability to differentiate between what is the customer's ask versus what is the customer's need is at the is the backbone of any product management practice that you do because same example the 5 year old can just say ah i want i want a toy that will eat all of the sprouts that my mom made as an example right uh, now that is not essentially a customer it's a customer ask but it's not really a customer need so i think one of the qualities that a product manager should also possess is being able to differentiate that and understanding that what is of true value to the customer versus what they are actually asking for so i think that will be an explanation to five year old and uh, besides that it is very uh, important role in an organization because if if yeah. if the organization is like solely related to the product product manager yeah. is like leading the team so it it, is, it basically becomes a very important role in an organization so how okay. how does that uh, um, how does that so important so i think uh, the role of a product management uh, manager in the in the concentric of product management and uh, associated with an organization 
I, I feel that they now product management in any organization would typically be a split uh between all of their digital offerings if i were to talk about a digital product manager right mm-hmm. so let's say uh the their online their dot com products would have a different set of product management folks their mobile apps would have a different set of product management folks but at the heart of it their role is basically being the whole and soul owners of what gets built versus what that what doesn't get built so in a way in the basic essence you can look at them as shepherds you can look at them as gatekeepers maybe but they are the people who are kind of the final authority or the final call in in terms of concepts like okay we have a mobile app do we really want to build this out or do we go for another feature uh, for this quarter and then maybe look at building out this functionality at a later so Uh, that's where a lot of the leadership and the strategic decisioning aspect of a product manager comes into the play so uh, in a nutshell the role of a product manager or product management at the heart of it for any organization is being that powerhouse of strategic decisioning and direction for that particular product actually decision making in, in any organization whether it is a startup or a big company is the you know main important thing which is going to lead the next path and you know next thing in that organization so that exactly. is basically done by product management product manager about the the particular product so that exactly. that that's what lead to an uh, important role So moving on next, like what is the prerequisite of learning the product uh, product management? Like we discussed the importance, we discussed what it is. Now let's come to learning it. Alright, um, I think so. I'll, I'll break it, break it down into two key aspects, right? So prerequisite in terms of how the world sees it, and when I say the world sees it, is basically. qualifications that you have on paper right um, i have studied this i have studied that i have been certified in this so that will be one area that i'll focus on uh, and the other area is what is actually at the heart of it something that you need to become successful in the role so this will take care of how you can get into the role to some extent but not to a large extent i would say at least in my experience and this will help you to understand how you become successful in it because getting in is like one step right becoming successful in it and throughout your career as long as you are in product management is another aspect so first aspect would be um in terms of basic requirements to be a product person in my experience uh myself as well as people i have worked with in product management there is no set degree that is required on your resume for you to be able to be a product manager you it, it's not required that you have a stem certification is not required that you have an engineering certification you can actually get into product management without really having a, a degree in in science or computer science or any of those science oriented or technology roles now that's one aspect typically and the other aspect is of course you necessarily do not even need a management degree right now the first point that i mentioned i have been a student of engineering myself so I personally can't say that hey without an engineering degree I still got into product management but I have worked with people in my team so with Amex when I made the switch to product management I was actually working with product managers and product owners who were a part of that team but they never really had a degree in engineering per se right so 
they are examples for me and i quote their example to people when i when i'm in mentorship programs right i i do say this time and again it is not needed now i'll come to another aspect is it would it help you absolutely yes because as they say no amount of knowledge is throw away you will always end up using it at some point in time or the other so i feel that get having a technical degree or some bit of technical certification absolutely does help you it probably helps you fill those voids but i will also tell you like a you know a work around for it you don't need a degree if you want to understand microservices let's say if you want to understand uh, system architecture or any co- technical concept you know the world is out there in terms of the internet right you can always go to some b- bit of reading and as long as you're getting the knowledge from somewhere it does not have to be from an ip university or an iit or you know you should get the knowledge so if you have that mindset i would say then you don't even need uh, you know the degree is still just something that can enable you so that's in terms of the degree and the same goes for management so i'm not a management professional myself there was one point in time where i was toying with the idea that okay let me just sit down prepare for for cat and, and go the mba route i'm not necessarily saying that i would not be doing an mba at all in my career i personally believe that i want to do it from a knowledge perspective because there are certain aspects of management which in my experience i have understood but there are certain nuances certain frameworks that a formal education does give you but to compensate for that as i mentioned i also do some bit of reading on the side to understand certain key concepts so so no management degree but i still sort of did break into product management and that's what i would probably give as a learning for everyone who's listening to us today that uh, there is no degree that you need to come into product management there is just that thirst for knowing a particular uh, concept per se so that that takes care of part one part two is what are the skills that you actually need to get into product management now this is more on the inquisitive side and i think a flavor of our conversation today would always carry this right be thirsty to know the the basic functioning of anything or the origin story of anything because that helps you uh, get to the heart of what was the idea behind this product being made and when you get to that you also then get to understand that okay this is a consumer psychology when it comes to a retail product this is a consumer psychology when it comes to a b2b product i'll take an example i don't know how many people who are listening to us today they would know that podcasting we've been avid consumers of podcasts right you have created a beautiful podcast of your own a lot of people do not really know that podcast as a term Uh, it might have been used in many shape of forms it came out about 10 years ago and steve jobs was the one who actually sort of kind of coined it in one of his product uh, launches where he said podcast is basically ipod plus broadcasting so it's podcasting right so when he brought podcasts into the digital handheld device that's when the the word was popularized and eventually i think through the pandemic a lot of traction has come to podcast as a consumable content but so i i so i'll just i'll take an example why i got interested was because i keep listening to podcast every day right and i'm like where did this word come from what was the probably the first podcast that came out right so those things actually led me down the hole where i understood that okay this is the consumer base that uh, someone identified this was the consumer problem that someone identified that people want to listen to something on the go but not necessarily look at a screen or people want consumable digestible content so i think that will be one of the many many examples that i i usually quote where inquisitiveness and being thirsty to know what 
cause something in this world is is part b of what i said what what helps you be successful in a product management role yeah. and it is similar to other careers as well because curiosity is the main thing whenever we look okay. at into even in, in data science or the content creation curiosity never you know uh, never goes in Yeah, exactly. It never goes in vain. Yes, absolutely. It, it applies to all domains. Exactly. I, I absolutely agree with you. And one part of that that applies to product management is because your starting point in any product is, you know, understanding ki karna kya hai. What do I need to do? So for that, what you need to understand that why? Why am I doing even this? Right. Right. So I think that's that's probably the framework. that definitely is very very successful for so anyone in product understand the why and then you will able to figure out how you can do it so that that's exactly. kind of interrelated and in pro- especially in product management it is a mixture of all of the skills you have to exactly. know about technologies also you have to know about the other aspects also so curiosity is uh, it really helps absolutely absolutely it it helps everywhere i think just i i think i have a small anecdote over here do you remember the time when uh, you know our parents used to i think they still do right when we are probably just over inquisitive about something uh, and we try to figure that out and they always end up saying ki itna dimag padhai mein laga liya hota to kya kya ho jata but <laughs> now that psychology is shifting even even with parents right but that that inquisitive be inquisitive as a child you know be be amazed by everything that you see around and if you carry that part of you throughout the rest of your life and not really think that okay ye to ye to bacche karte hain no that's not how it is be that thirsty be that inquisitive and you'll find success in any any path that you take and product management specifically because i have known that to be successful in product management yeah even if it like uh, i i remember something when when we are like uh, uh, in our childhood we used to ask everything you know why this is happening like this what is exactly. this what is the reason behind it so that's exactly. something that's something very you know we we lost in adulthood <laughs> exactly i i think there's there's a whole going debate around this right uh, where there's a school of thought that says education is kind of killing that inquisitiveness I personally believe that to some extent it might be true. Why? Because when you when you talk about education systems, uh, and and to no fault of theirs also, they have a very streamlined approach of A, B, C, and D that they need to get out there and get let uh, you know enable kids to learn. But somewhere or the other, this aspect is kind of missed. So if you can just garner that at home, like if you have siblings, nephews, kids, if you can just promote them to be that inquisitive and let them be that way. i think that definitely would would add to them as well and it would help you also right because you are also then fascinated by acha rainbow aata hai kyu hai right why does the sun always come up in the east right all of those things what's the science yeah. behind it and what's what's the reason behind it what's the reason behind it yes yes the why is basically yeah exactly yeah. so moving on to next part what is like what is a step by step process or uh, you know for a fresher or with a person which have no relevant experience in product management to get into it okay so i will probably break it down into a couple of parts um mm-hmm. first would be um you should i mean in your work experience get a good st- strong foundation uh in one particular business unit it can be 
if you're a developer it can be the engineering side right if you're a business analyst it can be the specific business function for which you are being a business analyst for so once you understand that it will help you understand at the very least that particular customer segment for that particular organization right so having a foundation on of that and being able to see that every day when you come to work in whatever domain that you're in currently let's say you're not a part of product management but you're a part of engineering you're part of let's say sales or marketing every day that you do come to work try to figure out that i am doing x or my team is doing x or my leadership is doing x what are we trying to solve for for the end customer that will help you uh, market yourself and project yourself at an interview table let's say tomorrow when you are now applying for a product role you can actually speak through your experience but in the light of product management right because as we have been speaking so far right uh, if if the heart of that is translating customer problems and customer needs into actually uh, actionable digital solutions then if you are able to look at your own professional life what you are doing right now and then able to identify that okay when i do this this customer need is being met when i do that this is being met i think that will be a good baseline for you to cultivate so that's one aspect right have that approach i always recommend uh, you know taking notes probably by the end of a week or end of a month so when we have annual reviews in our, uh, in our workplace right that's also like a good time for you to jot down things so you do jot down things accomplishments what you have done also have this kind of a notes also for yourself right keep it together uh, refresh it make a plan out of it so that's one aspect the other aspect is uh and this is something i always emphasize uh, so i i do engage as much as i can as time allows me do engage in mentorships so i, I if people are trying to break into product management from engineering side uh, or or people are wanting to get into a product management role for a particular uh domain uh so over weekends as time allows and through my linkedin network you know people can reach out to me i try to help them out and uh here the essence is mentorship so there is always going to be someone out there who is probably a little bit more experienced than you maybe has has had a little bit more failures than you would have so you can always learn from such a network and for that what i personally had been doing and i still continue to do is engage with as many people from as many industries from as many uh, you know roles as possible and it doesn't really have to be like i'm a i'm a senior manager i will only connect with people who are on the director side or a vp side right it can go both ways i am actually in conversation with someone from the uh, uh, this is digital marketing side and i'm just learning it from the basics and i said the only way i can learn it from the basics is being in touch with someone who is just starting off right they have done a lot of learnings are very fresh so having mentors uh in domains that you're interested in and if product management is where you want to be at have a couple of people whom you are in touch with weekends maybe uh once a month be in touch with them tell them okay this is what i have done understand from them what is it that they have done take some guidance from them i think it will always help because that will be like that constant um um i would say checkpoint where you can also learn something new and of course they can also benefit from the conversations with you right so i think mentorship would be other would be the other aspect so uh, where someone can break into product management and a third aspect now comes as a branch out from second aspect would be once you create a network of people who are knowledgeable right you're in touch with them they know what you do that also does lead to a lot of opportunities right because 
to let's say let's say muskan you and i have been speaking for like 3 or 4 months and and let's say you want to break into product management in our conversations i would have also understood that okay this is the kind of work that she has been doing right uh, or let's say i'll take a very specific example you've been into data science right now let's say if there's an opportunity in my team where i need a product manager who has a slight bit of data science orientation or understanding for the first thing that will come to my mind is hey i'll just ask muskan maybe if she's interested we can have her also sort of be reviewed for this role right so i think this network of mentors that you create eventually also then translate into opportunities so mm-hmm. i think those will be the three steps because at the end of the day if you want to break into product management the opportunities what you're looking for a lot of people try to take a shortcut they directly reach out to people and then they say hey by the way there's this role can we can you help us with the referral can we get in all of those things so that also happens so they don't necessarily go through this step a and step b they directly just try to jump from step a all the way to taking a referral right nothing bad with that but i just feel that you need still need a foundation before you step into anything new at least yeah. so a foundation may be may take some time but after that the network is going to you know leverage that thing and uh, make you absolutely give you that opportunities Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like investment. It's like the stock market. I don't know. You take any investment example, right? You put in some money. You let it be there for some time, and you're also putting your hard work, right? But at the end of the day, you will reap the benefits at some point in time. So, it's never a. It's never. There's never a shortcut to anything, as they always say, right? So. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. Even if uh, you know, I I have you know. Heard it somewhere. Whenever you are going to, you know, being into product management, you you know, you should know how to sell yourself. This is true for you know all the careers right now in the industry. Yeah. But uh, how did you learn it, and um, uh, what what do you what do you suggest to the listeners as well? Um, I, that's a very very great point, Muskan. I I am a firm believer of that. Right, you can't be in uh i think i think last week only i was having a conversation with one of my friends and we had a discussion on this uh you can't be a great product manager you can't be great at anything unless you can actually project yourself to be someone who can uh, get that job done right and in this case if you're talking about product management how can you become a product manager and sell a product unless you can you can't sell yourself as a as a product right and what i mean when i say this is you come with certain experiences right you come with certain i i think on the facial aspect some educational qualifications uh you come with certain experiences that may not be directly related to work how are you actually building a personal brand around it and creating or projecting yourself and the value that you bring to this other person let's say in the case of an interview uh, or in the case of you trying for an opportunity in a new domain itself so i think the work towards that is is kind of everything that you do every day so it's a summation of all of that where you be observant of the fact that okay if i'm trying to learn something new and once i learn it what will be the end goal in terms of value that i will be able to bring uh once i know this particular practice or once i know how to do this particular job what basic example lunga so once you know how to change a light bulb in your house right you can project yourself in your friends and family ki yaar Okay, if the bulb isn't working, I am the person for for that task, right? So, what are you doing? You're selling yourself as someone who knows how to do something, oh, yes. and you can get that job done. So, 
I use that basic example so that now when we translate it into our respective roles, having done great things is absolutely the starting point. But also being able to uh, explain that to the other person and help them understand, because more often than not, people who are from another organization, another team. They might only superficially know what you do, like by the name of the company. Let's say Amex. When I say Amex, a lot of people listening to us, they will have an idea of what Amex does. But let's say tomorrow, if I do sit for an interview across any of them, uh, they still do not really know what are the kind of products that Amex has, or probably what is the kind of product that I have done. So it's always imperative to help them understand from a very basic customer perspective and uh, break it down into those chunks. So I think personal brand kind of breaks down into understanding what is it that people value and uh, sort of defining yourself as someone who can bring that value so i think that is the essence of selling yourself as a as a product or as a brand what goes what goes into the the life and science of it um this is like um very important part in any career if we see out there so uh, let's suppose if someone comes to you for the mentorship how will you suggest him or her to you know the step by step process of getting into product management uh, if it's for uh, mentorship absolutely so i think as a first step that i've <coughs> always done and something even i asked myself back when i was starting product management or breaking into product management was uh am i at least 50% or 60% passionate enough to do this do i have that passion do i have that drive and i think that is very important when i even speak to uh people who who are seeking some help in terms of mentorship in terms of guidance it is important for me also to understand for them also to ask this question to themselves that am i just doing this because i am bored of what i am doing right i am fed up of coding i do not understand uh, hello world i don't want to do that right am i just doing it for that or am i actually doing it because i i really want to understand that i really want to do something over there now i'm not saying you can garner passion from day one it's not it's impossible right because if you haven't worked in a particular domain having that empathy towards it it's it's very difficult but having a baseline need i think that is very very important so in my conversations i try to understand uh, this from them now a natural question would be how do i garner passion for something i do not really know yet right it's a very valid question i i would say again look to the internet there's a ocean of resources out there go through videos which talk about product management which talk about great products out there product successes you will and what do product managers do um i mean i a lot of my interest i think in product management has gone from something as basic as look, looking at every steve jobs product launch why because the the way that man has passionately spoken about what the product he's launching right and there is a group of people out there there's an entire panel and how is explaining things in a very basic sense you know when the ipod came out he actually broke it down to say today you have cd players you know cd players are this big uh, you have to carry it around and all those things you have to wait for like 10 minutes to download things onto your cd player what if i told you that i give you something that is as small as a deck of cards and it can actually store a thousand songs and that's just beautiful right that just speaks about so much passion that he had for his role and i feel that when you go through content like this when you when you understand how is it that people did all the great things that they did in product 
I think it'll give you that enough, that initial drive for sure. And once you have that, I think eventually everything else will kind of, it will be difficult, but it will fall in place. So for me, I think find that passion uh, and, and be sure about the fact that I want to explore product management. I want to, I might be able to do some good things over here because I come with certain strengths. Maybe communication is my strength. Maybe understanding these nuances is my strength, but identify those strengths, right? Uh, and uh, I think just just go with it. I think that's probably the way to go. Uh, to summarize, I would say product management is a career which is jack of all, but master of product management, <laughs> master of the product. exactly yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's like the T-shaped skills as you would have heard, right? Yeah. Uh, you have depth in 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 something, but have that breadth. It's always it's always good. Yeah. And in pro- product management, the breadth is broader very wide exactly yes yes because any product that you take you will have to know some bit of everything you have to know some bit of customer service because you created a product now customer customers are giving you guys a call and saying hey i'm not able to understand this you need to understand some bit of how customer service actually works right how their ticketing works how does a call actually translate into an actionable thing for the customer service you don't understand how marketing does because at the end of the day your product is going to be market marketed by them right you need to definitely understand what, how engineering actually works, right? You need to understand their pain points because they are one of the core people you work with on an everyday basis. Designing. So there's a whole world of things. So I, I think if someone is being passionate about it, I think a lot of the passion also comes from this, that, hey, I'll get to do all of these cool stuff, uh, get to learn all of these cool stuff in these different domains. And at least I'll be able to hold a conversation in any forum because uh i know this i know that some bit of this some bit of that but at least i know i'm not going to be very very dumb in that conversation i think yeah and uh the product the domain of the product is also very important uh let's say some products are uh, hmm. some are startups and some are big companies okay some products are yeah. related to b2b and some are b2c so this this matters a lot and niching down the product you want to get into helps a lot so can you elaborate some of the things around that like how how does it helps okay so um so in the in the different dimensions that any product can have you know b2b b2c d2c all of those things and uh, is it is it a web-based product is it a excuse me is it a mobile product uh I think there are these avenues and I feel that once you have, uh, so either you come in your, let's say before you broke into product management, you are coming with some good experience in one of these verticals in your respective job, maybe as an engineer, maybe as a marketer, uh, maybe as a salesperson, what have you, right? So either that can shape your guiding path or be that guiding path for you where you can say that, okay, I have some bit of understanding from my previous domain. Now, if I get into product management, maybe I would want to look for something that is more in, in line with that particular vertical, right? But I would recommend that uh, that can also be very limiting for you. Why? Because if you try to do that very early in your career, why, why do they say that? Explore as much as you can when you can, right? Because once you get that breadth in terms of your understanding, like today, I can never say that um, I don't want to work for a d2c brand because i haven't done that so i don't know what if that clicks for me so i think at this stage and i would say even at this mark of my career i can't still say that this is where i want to i want to specialize in because 
until i've explored all of those things maybe i would maybe 15 years down the line 10 years down the line i might but i would recommend everyone to explore and once you have a good flavor um then take a call as to where do you want to niche it down to so i think that would be a good approach i would say uh let's say you have if you are interested in product management management will yeah. try out in different uh, product domains and then figure out in what domain you want to get into absolutely absolutely see if, uh, so there are two parts to it if you're just breaking into product management and making that first switch into product management more often than not it it is it is going to be beneficial for you if you do it in the same domain that you have been working so far yeah. right uh, if you're a sales person if you're from the sales domain get into product management for a sales oriented product as an example right if you're someone from marketing get into a, a domain that is more inclined on marketing a product that is more inclined on marketing so that would be a good approach but once you're in product management let's say for someone who's like two or three years into product management always look for growth opportunities not just from a designation perspective that okay i am a product manager i am a senior product manager look for the breadth of growth as well so i have been managing a b2c product so far now let me explore a, a b2b product because every every domain has its own learnings right so i think that will be the way to go and uh, uh, there is some you know importance of doing side projects also in product management exactly like mm. uh, to learn project ma- management even if it is a youtube channel or a podcast or a blog post it it really helps because you have built it from scratch and you know product management is similar to that you build a product mm. from scratch so okay. uh, this is really an important aspect in uh, product management absolutely 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 i mean can't can't state it enough but having something of your own being a creator in whatever length breadth and capacity right uh, it will always it will always help you because your you have something of your own let's say in this example muskan i'm very sure that the le- length and breadth of learnings that you would have also got once you uh, started uh, into podcast it is incomparable to any experience learning experience that you would have had probably so far right mm-hmm. so it's always good to have uh, uh, something that you have started off uh, and and do justice to it right give it enough time give it enough research time try to learn try to speak to more people and understand that and it will just give you that learning acumen which is which is important for anything that you do and especially so in product management so i agree and it, it also, for me that is music so for me that is actually creating music on the side so oh. so that gives me that creator mindset uh, as well so that's what that was my go to you know outside of product management because that then shaped my mindset to learn something new like every weekend if i'm trying to learn a new song every weekend i'm also trying to learn something new about a new company or a new product or a, a new customer psychology maybe so yeah um it is it is also better if you if if we like uh, mention these things in our resume or cv it, it ensures that you can build something from scratch and you are perfect for this role so this really helps absolutely and, uh, absolutely like to learn music too <laughs> yeah there's something on the side that i do you can't always be product management right so you have to <laughs> no i was kidding so yeah so yeah having that thing i think always always helps so if you haven't identified that listening in right you can it's never too late right mcdonald was started by someone who was a 51 year old 
because at the end of the day there's no you know you can always start something new whenever you want to mm-hmm. uh, the passion is what should drive that yeah so um getting on to next like what is the what is the future of this role or the organizations have what are the changes that you think are going to you know uh, with time uh, the product management role should like product manager should have more skills or what are the changes you think are going to be okay so i think uh, i i kind of briefly give like a i paint a small picture on how far product management has actually come as of right now so there was a time even if you like let's say take 5 years ago uh when when you used to go to a company's job portal right product management never really saw itself as a category right you had it or you had human resources you had sales marketing but there wasn't product management as a as a categorization per se and then cut to today we we are in an ecosystem where uh it is it sits as a practice of its own so that's how far we have come now in the same breath and understanding learnings from over there what i see as a way forward and what product management and product managers should brace themselves for is uh is probably i mean first and foremost if i were to talk about just specifically the indian ecosystem uh in terms of technology per se as it has been growing as it will continue to be growing it will also see maybe a center of excellence for just product management right coming in and we'll have organizations which will identify product management as a different vertical altogether so today if you see um um a good majority of companies still do not have a chief product officer role so in the c suite that we talk about right we have cto we have cfo we have uh, chro but we don't really have a cpo role uh, there would be a lot of companies uh, but there still is uh, that seat missing from the c suite and i see that as a way forward uh, for pro- product management where a lot of the company level decisions that happen at the c suite level are also driven by uh, you know uh, the product management powerhouse it may not necessarily be important for every company out there i am cognizant and aware of that uh, but more from a product oriented company perspective that is absolutely important and what we should brace ourselves for is i think being able to cope up with the dynamic way that the world is changing uh, new things that are coming in being aware of what where are we at right now and where are we heading i think that will that will that will definitely sort of set you up for like a good foundation so do that constantly do that every day i think you don't have to worry about it about that one particular day armageddon coming in right you're prepared for it you're preparing for it every day yeah being relevant is so important uh, as Absolutely. as we go ahead being relevant to new technologies or new things coming up or the new exactly. news or everything uh, staying updated is important absolutely absolutely i agree and uh, uh, this is this one is a very special question that uh, every guest here me to answer so the question is if you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self what advice you would give him uh, not only related to careers or product management like in journal in in life okay um uh, okay so i think first and foremost so we keep hearing about the uh, importance of 
books right uh read as many books and all of those things now i'm someone who used to consume a lot of books but it was of the fiction type right oh. uh and uh, and i used to get a lot of you know uh slack on that he uh, why are you reading this you know teachers right what you can you if you were to sit in class right and let's say you're a backbencher where most most more, more often than not was and if you let's say if you have a story book open you're reading it on the side you are definitely going to get some condemnation right you'll be asked to step out of the class or you'll be punished but let's say if you have something that is more let's say historical class where you have the geography ka textbook open teachers are still okay with that right uh, because they're like okay so it's a textbook anyway at the end of the day now uh, the reason why i made that point is because if i want were not just to be specific about an 18 year old but that phase of my life i wish i knew the importance of knowledge no matter where it comes from so we have primarily been focused on just consuming books it is always better to sit down and read a book i have not really uh, i think read or finished a lot of books but i feel that i have got that knowledge from a lot of places now at that time internet was not really big for us right but i used to engage in conversations probably even my family members my uncles or even my friends their parents in what is the kind of what is it that they do right sit down with them maybe for a cup of tea and and learn and understand more things and my learning would be i wish i would have done more of it i wish i have not i would not have just focused on i need knowledge only from books right i can get knowledge from anywhere i wish i could go back and tell myself that eventually the dna is that i am in right now i know that for a fact but at that time probably it wasn't a core belief that i had so i think that was one and uh, i think in line with the flavor of today's conversation i'll use the same term again inquisitiveness and there's no limit to how inquisitive you can be but if i were to go back to my 18 year old self i'd say don't never stop asking questions and never really think twice about how that will make you come across just just ask you don't get the answer you don't get the answer and fear of judgment should not be there just just fear of judgment should not be there no absolutely absolutely It was so nice to talking to you, and this conversation is absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for having me here, and I'm looking forward to all the great stuff that you are going to be doing on the channel. Like I said, as I mentioned, if I want to consume knowledge, I'll consume it from anywhere, and definitely your channel is uh, something I'm looking forward to uh, for all the great stuff that you will be doing. So, thank you for for doing that for the community. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, really, this podcast has been great, and uh, I hope all the listeners have gotten the you know very good insights regarding the product management and other aspects of life also. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening or watching the podcast till the end. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you have learned something new, you know what to do. Like, share, and subscribe. Sub kar lo, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye bye.